forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is uh, sloppy seconds pod at gmail. I don't know where I went. I literally stopped. Okay. Uh, you know our email. And uh, now I'm they apparently shout- hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you start, they apparently do not know our email because the inbox is dry, divas. The inbox is dry. It's dry. And here's what I know: we're not. I know we're all being responsible citizens, staying home. We're not fucking people. But let me tell you this: some of your t- tell me your jerk off story. I want to hear when you secretly jerked off, even though your roommate was in the other room. Well, that's not a secret. Anyways, do the intro, and then I can talk, give it, give advice on how to email us. Ah, uh-huh, you slept, you stupid little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you stupid little stupid, you're all stupid, you can't figure out how the emails work. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and me, Paul, I'm Big Dipper, that's me, Paul, and we're here. It's here. A, Guess what? It's a Sunday, Sunday episode, and it's off the rails! It would be a Tuesday episode, but it is, we are recording. Here's a Sunday recording, which is notoriously not good for me and my brain. But I gotta tell you, I think we're just self-conscious. Because, you know, the people are still here. They're still listening. The people are Hi, here. Hi, Davis. Okay. No, I think, well, maybe part of why you think the email is dry is because I've I've called through it all already. So when you go look at it, it's like all, all been, already been read. Um, oh. Oh, so you, no, but I looked at the dates. There were only a couple emails from yesterday. True. Yeah, true. But I also have like already pulled most of the phone call, like voicemails. Okay. All right. So I have like a file of them so that this is easier for us. You have like but a what pen I will in hand. Say, You're like, you have a file. What are you? You came to work? Is this your job now? I'm a secretary, mama. <laughs> Could you imagine me behind a desk? I would be a, such a good gay, no. sassy secretary. No, I'd be bad at the job, but I would be good at being gay and sassy. Yes, 100%. Yeah, that, I guess that was my point. What was what were we talking about? <laughs> oh no! Um, the thing about the emails is, like, the last few that we've gotten, lovely stories, but there's no way I'm reading something oh, that so long. I have to scroll like oh, three so full pages to get through. And then you know what? Why don't we play this one call right now? Because I don't agree with it. Right at the top of the show, you better flip the script. Let me hear it. Let's play it. Let's do it. This phone call got on my gosh darned nerves, and I want everyone to hear it because I don't think that it's true, and I think it's libel, slander, slander, defamation. I'm suing. I'm All calling right. one of my lawyers. Hi. Um. I don't really have a sex story i just have more of a an observation it's oh, okay. like all of the uh stories involving foreskin that you guys have played so far have been like very anti-foreskin um not really a, a comment just an observation okay um that is a comment. I, I clench my mm-hmm. foreskin every time i like listen to these I have that uh, thing that that guy said that is what a phimosis, I think. So, like, I just, my thing just looks like a, 
like, you know, like the hot dogs that have the little, like, straight casing at the top. Yeah, uh, like a balloon that's been tied. And it's, like, interesting because I, like, some people are, like, not into that, but then some guys have been, like, so into the idea of, like, they're going to be the ones that, like, dig up in there and open up my <coughs> foreskin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not, it's not going to happen. Not dig um, up in there. That's it. I just I feel like there there needs to be some like more pro foreskin rhetoric on this podcast. Um, thank you. You're welcome, and you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> Why I'm are you? About, I, <laughs> I'm about more pro skin rhetoric. I'm into that. I feel like you're Here's wrong. My problem. And maybe yeah. you only listened to one episode. We talked about how yum, 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 foreskin is. So, like, what are you up to? I don't understand what he's talking about because, like, the only... Uh, there's not negative. We've never said anything negative about a foreskin. We've played voicemails and read emails and told stories about people with foreskin who have been treated negatively. We're trying to let people know you but shouldn't... I, I thought it was a known fact that we love a little extra skin. I, 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 you know, we've already... I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're twisted and you're wrong. Stop listening. Log off. No, it I'm sounded like it sounded more like you just wanted to call and tell us about your little sausage. My... <laughs> no, we appreciate. Listen, we appreciate the phone call. We want you to send emails. Listen, I'll take open criticism now at this point. But but and as this caller said, this wasn't a question. Nobody nobody send open criticism. No one. <laughs> this wasn't a question. It was just. <laughs> Um, a statement of he said it wasn't a question it's not a comment it's just an observation well that is a comment that you're, you're commenting on something but it's also a false comment whoop, false observation whoop, whoop. Uh, do you, you like, sound like you got too much time on your hands do you like Nicki Minaj because it's the 10 year anniversary of Pink Friday actually I was just thinking about it I love Nicki Minaj I know so many of her songs more uh, Pink Friday is the one that I know almost every song off of the album but uh, the more recent stuff it's a little shaky for me I've always loved that song I bought the Pink Friday deluxe album and Mm -hmm. I always loved that song Domino's no (laughs) that's one of the ones I don't enjoy you don't you don't know the song or you don't like the song? I don't like that one. When they're like, these girls fall like dominoes. That was yeah, really high up in my register. Yeah, that's, I did my deep falsetto. That's what not one of her best works. I I like the B sides. I'm like I'm like an Onika B sides fan. What how now why was that that was her debut album was Pink Friday, but like she had already rapped on so many other things. Well that's before like, that. Okay, like I, so Megan the Stallion just put out her debut album. Oh yeah. That was weird to me too. I was like, so people so what I know we've talked about it before, but what Well, because Late Bloomer, which I put out in twenty eighteen, was my debut album because I had listed everything before as like a as mixtape a- or an EP. And it's some bullshit record industry thing where it's like you can't get nominated for a Grammy until you've released an album, which was why it was such a big deal when Chance the Rapper won, because no one had ever put out free music and won a Grammy. When Chance put out his album, it was free. Chance has always put out free music because he's like, I make money off of the other stuff. I don't need people to buy my music. Mm, and so when he, he won the Grammy. Delicious. What'd you say? I said he makes money from looking delicious. 
He is fine. I really like his mustache. Oh, yeah. And how high he wears those overalls. And you know who kind of got hot the weekend? Uh, yeah. And iced tea. How about <laughs> not iced tea? You've been watching too much Law and Order. Yeah, baby. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I did want to talk about. Um, we were just talking about Megan the Stallion. I do want to talk about. She put out that video for body yada 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 yada. Have you seen it? I have not watched it. Yo, it's Is it great. Mom? There's listen. There's nothing revolutionary about it. Like it's fine women dancing in high fashion looks in like a slick way but she is just so good and so confident and her body like it really is her body is just so good oh to it's look perfect at. yeah it's just so like pretty yeah she got a gorgeous body now someone else released a music video her name is miss ariana grande oh yeah um, and she didn't have a top knot i didn't actually watch it all the way through but i saw that she was dancing around with polka dots around her she, and I said, that good video, for you, girl. That video was, like, cute. I think that video suffered from, like, it was cute and she has money. But then they just sort of, like, let it be, eh. Like, there were some jaw-dropping moments when she, like, did the splits. Sort of, like, twerked her butt around in a clock. And, like, you know, she always looks gorgeous and everything. But it's, like, that video had it had, like, a big, like, a, like a big creative team behind it. It could have, like, pushed... It could have been, further. yeah, a next level. Um, in other recent news, we watched someone get fisted. Uh, oh yeah, like this two is days the ago. meat of the conversation. Why did we even mess? Why around did with we pop wait? What were we talking about? Um, my favorite part of the night was when just out of nowhere there was two hands inside of him. It yeah. literally seemed like it was not. It didn't happen. You know. Yeah, I feel like we, so there were a couple comments. We obviously had the hosts of uh, Nympha Wars on as guests a while back, and we stand that podcast, and they sort of ended one of their seasons with a fisting special in which one of the hosts who had never been fisted before, Theta Hamill, got fisted. Yeah, it was like, you know, it was that kind of a, so we, I think had we had a novice on the show, who like getting through the knuckles over the river and through the woods type of thing. Had that been a little more of a shock to the system, we would have experienced that. But Mr. Hunger. No, I had a good time. I was, I was happier that we had a professional because then it was, there was no chance of anything bad happening. You were worried it was going to happen. I was worried of poopies. I was worried of like, Ooh, no, it hurts too much. I want to stop. And there was no stopping with him. Not a one moment of stopping. It was so funny when we turned, like, when we, like, got on the call a little early and he was like, okay, the lights are all set up. I was like, oh, this looks like a fuck club. Like, I sort of thought it was going to be a little more clinical. I thought it was going to be fluorescent lights so and you, a close you really, angle. You really wanted to see the, the full butthole. Yeah, but- I, and that was something that I did fight for in that early meeting. <laughs> I was like, the camera's going to need to get a little We're going to need a better angle. Move your foot to the left. I think the people watching at home maybe appreciated that they saw the full, full fisting act, but they weren't so into it that it was like, you know, a proctology exam. Sound off. Sound off in the comments. What about the what? What about the lube being like a sugar-based like animal lube? Or how very often Raunchy was just, I all he wanted to do was eat the ass. We were like, please focus on the fisting, sir. Yeah, I was like, sir, this is not about you, but it was Raunchy's show, too. 
turned it out. Um, yeah, I feel like the feedback was really positive about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the feedback from the stairs episode was positive, too. We've really I... been nailing it over here. <laughs> well, what I will say is I think... I would like us. I know we give ourselves little challenges here and there. Let's let's review them. We did radio plays a while ago. Yeah, those that were was great. fun. We challenged each other to make homemade pasta. We did pickling. Um, those were fun challenges. I think we could really try to go for it and um, do do some uh, like identify one or two more stories to investigate. Because I would be down for that. I think it would be really interesting to to talk to people about yeah, so their trauma. Yeah, so if you live in a, a town with local drag drama and, like, good drag drama, like the stairs drag, drag drama. drama, like, I want to hear about something like Mother Teresa stealing Lady Bunny's wig. I want to hear about, you know, I want some good stories. What, yeah. I don't know any other ones. Oh, um, Robbie Turner. We should ask Robbie Turner to be on. Okay, if you know Robbie Turner... And we and let Robbie know that this we is we want to do an interview. An interview, play them the stairs. Yeah, it's true investigative journalism. Oh, Bi- non biased. Wait, biased. No, non biased. Non biased. Yeah, yeah. We're, okay. we're the Axios of drag, baby. <laughs> um, also, when we logged on to Fisgiving, all the comments were like, "Why isn't Dipper in drag?" Yet again. Don't do it. I don't do drag. Wait, why would they think that you were in drag? I think it was like a joke because a lot of people say that I just like ride the coattails of you being a drag queen. Uh Aww. so <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um but no, I wasn't in drag then. There's a possibility that at some point in the future that you will be in drag soon. The divas were gonna put it up in it, up me up all up in it, as as they say. That's the tea, ma. And that is the tea. Is the tea. Did you do anything fun this week? Well, listen, this week. Look at this bruise. Ooh, you fell hard, huh? I fell hard. You see why I didn't want to come back to the skate park. And now, oh, I will what I will say, tonight on Growler, I'm starting, I'm doing four live streams with the Growler Live app. So oh, wow. tonight, which is uh, Tuesday, November 24th, I'm doing my first stream at 6 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time and 9 p.m. Eastern. And I'm going to do them for four weeks in a row, maybe longer. Who knows? But right now it's just four weeks. And Ooh. Meatball is going to be on one. My friend, on December 1st. My friend Dre is going to be on one. But I think he goes by a different name when he makes fuck videos on the Internet. Gag. Uh yeah. So now, will I'm, there be nudity on these live streams? When no. will you be showing me? No. When will you make an OnlyFans? I feel like people no. will buy your OnlyFans, Miss no, Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, no, Miss Ma'am. I just get I get tired when I have sex and I break out in a sweat and then I just sort of go like, "Can I nut and be done with it?" The face you're making right now, you got mad. No, but your OnlyFans, here's the thing. You don't got to show me. Your OnlyFans could just be you sucking on dicks, which I feel like if my parents saw a video of me sucking a dick, they probably would care less if there was a video of me getting my dick sucked. Why why did I bring my parents into that? You love I just, I just mean deal. in Here's any general Here's sense. I feel like if there's Here's a video the of me sucking Here's a dick, that's less 
bad. Not that not that a video of me getting my dick sucked is bad, but in my mind, wait, I'm making this sound so terrible. We have to take a break. Okay. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are back. Um, anyway, what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. No, Let's I'm just hear. kidding. Let's no, hear. I don't. No, tell me. About I don't it. have anything else to say about it. We should make a, a val an evaluating system where it's like this kind of video, a, a video of me taking a poopy on someone's chest, is much better than me getting a poopy taken on my chest. Do you agree? No, I think those are probably e- equal. Okay. What about? Um, but we'd have to ask Ray Latrey about it. <laughs> I set you up for that one known uh, sky queen do you remember the brian what were they called the when everyone was into swing dancing in like middle school yes the, the brian something orchestra the brian simpson orchestra they made us do it in p.e can i type beatly dot that that into that, google will that yeah. come up? that'll Definitely come up with something. 
Orchestra. Beatly. The Brian Setzer Orchestra. No. Can we talk about Thanksgiving, though? Do you see all these people going home, even though they're yes. like, do not fly? It makes me so upset. It's is... just like, in two, wait, probably two and a half or three weeks from now, there's going to be another fucking huge spike. It's going to be a mess. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to say it. I don't care if you get tested and you go home and you do it. You're just a part of the problem. Because, like, once you're in the airport, once you're on the plane... It's just, there's, it's just too much of a chance. I don't want to kill my parents. I don't want them to have any medical issues based on getting COVID, even if they survive. I know it's a 99.9% or whatever, 0.4% survival rate, but I don't care. It's dumb. Why are we spreading it? We could all just stay home and put on masks and not spread it. And then I wouldn't be stuck at home for almost a year not doing any real work because I don't care if you need to go to a fucking restaurant so bad. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Stay the fuck home. I want to work again. Tell them. I guess that's all. Yeah, it is. I mean, I want you to keep going. That song is about. Stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. It's just, it is such a psychology around it and it can feel like so devastating to to not feel like you can see anyone or do anything and then you know i i don't know i just feel like if you literally look up the stories of anyone who has been sick anyone in the icu or the healthcare workers who are just literally seeing you know remember right when the when the pandemic broke out we had um ask the NP, yes. uh, uh, James Simmons, we had him on the podcast on that day when we couldn't figure out the internet. And he just mm. I just saw him post on, the, on his story. He like went out to his car. He's working at the hospital. And he's like, I had to step out and just pop off for a second. This is the eighth person this in the past two days that I've coded, which, you know, that's like someone goes into like they, you know you got to say a code whatever on the thing for immediate like nursing and help uh in the in the in the hospital uh he said this is the eighth person that he's done that for in like the last few days who all have covid it's like uh, it, it's i'm tired of just seeing people in my stories like they're I understand if you want to go out to a restaurant once or twice. Like, I've been out to a restaurant twice this whole, in seven months or nine months now, whatever. But it's like, when I see that you're out every single night, it's, I'm just, it's so annoyed because it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are we doing? I'm just mad today. Ooh, you made that (sighs) body form. Maybe you should make another one as a punching bag. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Okay, so listen, we listen! Uh, we have a very interesting surprise moment uh, that is we don't normally do on Tuesdays, which is we have a guest. So we are yes, going to be back do. right after this break with a guest. I hope you guys like rippity raps. We're back. And we're back. <laughs> now, as we told you, we never have guests on this podcast, but we have a very, very special guest for you, little baby. No, you said that's so funny because we always have guests. We just don't normally do them on Tuesdays. Yes. Oh, well, in my mind, <laughs> Tuesdays episodes are a different podcast. 
but they're all called sloppy seconds. We have Shiloh! Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Shiloh. The one and only. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, doing aside okay. from Meatball being enraged, um, we're pretty good. You're you're in Kansas City right now? Yes, I actually am. Just moved back because COVID kind of uh, ruined everything, ruined my entire life. So now Wait, I'm Wait, where were you? And I was in North Hollywood, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then it just took it all away from me. That's what I'm enraged about right now. And you would know from, were people in North Hollywood wearing masks? Yeah, well, actually, it was so, like, locked down, we literally weren't leaving our 500-square-foot apartment. Like, we were just stuck in there all day, working, like, 12-hour shifts, so that's why we just left. We came back. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, How about in Missouri? What's the vibe in there? Mis- <laughs> well, see, <laughs> in Missouri, Missouri. They, <laughs> they really, a lot of people don't care. There's pretty much 50-50, but a lot of places you don't even have to enforce a mask. So people just come in without masks, they're coughing, like all of that. So basically, like every time you step outside your front door, it's about a life and death, so. Oh, no. Yes. In fact, my dad works at a hospital and they're Ugh. like at capacity, almost at capacity right now. So that's what we were just talking about. I mean, let's we don't let's not make this a whole COVID episode. We've no, but that. it's I mean, listen, we all experiencing this. It's happening to everyone. And it's good to remind people, like, just because you're in a place that might have liberal politics uh, and people are being enforced, like mask wearing is being enforced and that kind of thing doesn't mean it's everywhere. And it's all a whole bunch of human lives. In this whole world. And you know what? It's funny. What I see more of is people holding other people accountable that don't work at these establishments. So like come in, like yell at them, like put on your mask. You could kill me. I literally heard that yesterday. I was like, oh my God. So uh, the rage is popping. So speaking right. of well, rage, speaking of rage, sometimes you get a little enraged in your musical artistry. Yes. You have a very angry temperament in some of your songs. <laughs> well, did you listen to the album or something? Yeah, I, I really... <laughs> I really come off like I'm just the angriest white boy on the whole planet in my music. And I don't know why. And when I get in front of a mic, I just yell for some reason. That's your vibe. That's your whole. When did you discover that? Like, when did you start putting that into music? So. I have I have been doing music for like 12 years now. Wow. I think 12 years oh, wow. and I started out um, I've done always like rap and metal. So I used to actually scream in a metal band as well. And then when See, I started Meepal, rapping, hold on, that could be a future for you because you heard he didn't say sing, he said scream. Uh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no was that screamer <laughs> singing. But that's like '80s hair metal band stuff. You should totally Ooh. do that. Ooh, feature me. Okay, so yeah. metal band. Yes, and then uh, I got to a point where I was more confident in myself and like my rapping abilities because I would always like listen to beats and like write remixes, and then I was like scared to put them out, which is like kind of how Aja was too. Like if you ever like hang out with Aja, they have this like whole library of old remixes they used to do, and they just Whoa. never put them out. Yeah, oh. and then okay. they were just like for our audience, just to interject really quickly, because uh, we just sort of said your name and did do a full uh, intro. Shiloh is a yeah. recording artist, and for a very long time what uh was on songs with aja toured the world with aja from drag race and also maybe 
helped write some music or not really yeah i probably i would just like say i was collaborator and i still am a lot of the like stuff we've been doing i've been doing over zoom or like sending it back and forth over over this whole journey and they obviously have been going through like a huge kind of rebranding the last couple of years and that's kind of when i came in it was never like i got paid to help or anything like that but it was more like we found each other at a certain point and literally just like clicked and became best friends and they were just like hey um you know i like you do you want to quit your job and just come on tour with me and so i did yes <laughs> and so yeah that's how i'm here today <laughs> which is funny because in my city a lot of people like actually i opened for i opened for a big dipper actually in kansas city and he saw i had no one there it's kind of hard in kansas city especially when you brand yourself as a queer artist to get people to come out mm. well let's also talk about who did i have there because you perform for two people, but I perform for six. So let's oh, not play was, a game. You know what? I think I think there were a lot of people there, and Dan had the place on fire. It was <laughs> popping by the time he was done. It was oh naked, and all the straight people were loving it. Yeah, the nudity. Straight people love nudity. Mm-hmm. They really do. Okay, so you have new music out. Yes, I just released an album called Nublado, which in Spanish means cloudy. Um, I, it's a whole collaboration with a producer named Showtunes, who has been uh, someone I've known for like years. And it does more like pop and uh, like EDM style music. Like he makes everything from scratch. So that was like a new journey for me as we got to sit down and literally like take a vibe or uh, a direction and build our own sounds. So the whole album is something that we came up with and I'm really proud of it because it wasn't really sample heavy. You know, we were just like, we want this song to sound like this and we made it. And from this lens, we're going to make it this way. So I hoped that who I am was what came out in this album. Right. And who are you? What are you trying to convey? (laughs) I'm just trying to convey that like, I do have, like, I am a, I'm white Midwestern, like boring in my image. I mean, literally look at me. I look like I wear hoodies and hats all the time. Right. (laughs) He's wearing a hoodie and a hat. Yeah, literally hoodie and hat. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I think a lot of times, especially I heard this a lot when I was on tour with Aja, is like, you need to come up with a story. You need to come up with how you need to look. And this was from people that were managing them. They're like, if you want to be successful, you have to come up with all this stuff. But at the same time, I was very anti like that, like anti-establishment in a, in a way that's like, why do I have to change who I am to get my story and my message out there? Like, maybe I don't want to like wear skimpy clothes. Maybe I'm not comfortable in this. This is what I'm comfortable in and telling my story. But people are always like, he's not queer enough. He's too white, which obviously, yeah, I am a white person. So I was like, okay, you got me there. Um, or he's just not interesting enough. And, and Aja actually went to bat for me many a times because there were many times where they were saying, hey, get someone new. Like, you need to fire him immediately and get someone new. Wow. On the road. Yes, yes. Because a lot of people wanted to push that narrative like, hey, you should really stick to being a drag artist. And we had this conversation many a times. I've talked to Dipper about it before. It's like, why do we as queer artists get put in one lane where we have to do one thing forever? When anyone can go outside, pick up a camera and be like, I'm a photographer now, or I'm taking dancing lessons. So I'm a dancer. Like just because you're trying something new and want to be labeled as that, it's stupid that everyone else says you have to be this one thing. And people are so fucking mean about it. Like literally that drag race fandom. Yeah. What was it like? Um, doing that because I know when you and Aja were creating music together, that was also when Aja was transforming her image and like being more true to herself or their, themselves. What was it like getting all that hate? So, I mean, that was literally like 
for my first year of getting to do stuff and like travel the world, like Asha took me everywhere. It was really like the best and lowest moments of that I could possibly have. Like I got to see the full spectrum because here I am, this person that is so loving and nice taking me and showing me all these different, different experiences didn't make me pay for a thing and seeing every day, them just waking up to tweets or messages that are just saying like, you should quit. You're ugly. You should kill yourself. Just like all the time. And the thing is, people were always saying, Aja's not doing drag when every single night we would get on stage and both of us would be in makeup. Both of us would be in full on outfits, be calling like all this stuff. And people are saying, you're not doing drag because you're not lip syncing. And it's funny because when we're in the U.S., most of the time, that's what the energy was. But when we were overseas, a lot of times people were just excited. Like they would come out, we'd come out, start doing music and whatnot. And it'd be even some of like the music that the Drag Race fan base loved, like, you know, Finish Her or Bujeria, stuff like that. And then they would just be like, well, she didn't lip sync. And it's like, is that what drag is to you is a lip sync? Because I could lip sync in the shower all day. Am I doing drag? You know what I mean? Like, really? Well, I don't know. Are you, are you wearing a wig in the shower? Are you tucked in no. the shower? <laughs> wig, gone. <laughs> no, but he, so this is, this is interesting because sometimes Alaska and Willem talk about this on Race Chaser. Like, you know, they had their drag girl group, the AAA girls, and they went to Australia and they were doing night after night after night of touring. And so one night they decided to do a turnabout night where they each dressed up like the other one, uh, you know, and like Alaska as Courtney doesn't really work. Um, and Courtney as Willem doesn't really work. So uh, they they did that and they jokingly talk about how the fans were really disappointed, hated it. And like the promoter actually had requests for a refund. And you forget that the moment you elevate beyond just like doing the idea that you came up with in your, you know, at your house and then you go to a club night and do it one, like you become this brand and the brand has this like trickle down where it's like, Oh, if I paid my $50 ticket to see the thing that I saw on the TV or on the internet, like I want to get my $50 worth. Like if I went to Beyonce show and she was just like, you know what, tonight I'm just going to sing acoustic. I would be like, well, of course she's going to slay, but that's not what I came for. I came for the dance. Even if it's Beyonce. Yeah. And if, if I Beyonce. went to an Adele show and she said, I'm only doing Beyonce. Right. I'd stick around. Which, which that brings up. I'd the say, bigger, all right, let's do it. All right. Let's the, see. The bigger thing is like, at some point you do have to transition, which, which Aja and I would talk about how it was like, it was abrupt, but we didn't make it abrupt. It was the fans that made it abrupt for her and us. So like a lot of times Aja wouldn't even say anything and they would say, you are this, you are doing this. And they're like, I'm just Aja. And the, the thing about Aja and they've always said this is Aja is them they are non-binary and that is them it's not a drag persona aja is who they are so that's what a lot of times people don't understand is like aja's not selling this character aja's selling themselves and who they are and how they present and a lot of times people don't understand that they're always like oh you're a boy you're this and it's weird even in our community if that's how people place these boundaries on us when that's all we want to do is preach about how you can be whatever you want to be and inclusive in this but we're always picking apart everybody like dip. You won't have a music video blow up unless you're half naked and have a bunch of bears in it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that. It's that's kind of the, the construct people place on us. And it's like, we in our own community want to excel, but I don't think we can excel past popular media unless we take the restraints off of ourselves to be able to do that. 
Well, so what, like, like now, like with your solo stuff, what is the different, like, so, okay, so say there's like a diehard Aja music fan who saw you out on the road with them, but now what you're doing, you know, Shiloh on your own, what's the difference? What's the, what's the update? What's the change? What's the vibe? As far as that, as far as that goes, it's probably more just like originality in more pushing the boundaries on stuff like I don't want anyone to go in thinking they can expect something anytime from my music because if I'm not consistently growing then what's the point of me continuing to do an art like you always want to be pushing the boundaries on what you want to do mm-hmm. so honestly it's like it's a up for grabs anytime you listen to a new song from me it might be like this emo singing like almost sound like it's a blink 182 song or it <laughs> could be like a, it could be angry wannabe eminem rap like people have compared me to so like it really is everything and i don't like to put myself in a box and for that reason because i don't want to brand myself as i just do this one thing and i know that can be like an an nail in the coffin right there like you'll never get big because you don't brand yourself as you're good at this one specific thing Mm -hmm. but also that's just not me like i want to excel in everything i do you are a model i don't know about that i don't know about that (laughs) i love this this did you when you were on um tour were you getting um trade um so i'm actually married Ah! but i question no, I was not. Oh. We would we would go to bathhouses and I would sit like a fly on the wall and watch everything because I'm a good friend, but I would never take part. And that is on that's on God. That's on everybody. And I never did anything bad. Absolutely. I just I'm, watched. You would go I to the bathhouse just for a little vamping. A little vamping. You can watch it on Pornhub. You can watch it in real life, whatever. <laughs> I prefer real life. Wait, how long have you been married? I've been married now for over two years. And so just so your listeners know, like I identify as pan and I am married to a woman, but I've been with many a men, many a women and throughout my entire experience. In fact, before I got married to my wife or my, we say partner, cause we don't like to put that, that constraint on it. I was with um, Bryce for like three years and we almost got married, but then shit happened. So, oh, so you, you're a settling down kind of type. Cause you're, you're, like, also, you're, you're also, you're also young. Cats. I'm <laughs> going to be turned 29 in January. Young, so yes. Young. You talking about buying a lot of cats? No, <laughs> I have two. Yeah. So, you do. I can tell. That, you, um, do, do you think that that, um, when people find out that you are, uh, your partner is a female, does that like fuck with their perception of you and your music? Absolutely. And I think that's another reason why I fight so hard with like my image on what I want to be, because like I said, people would say I'm not queer enough. But the thing mm. is, like, how many well, am I not sucking enough dick for you to be like, come off that's as queer? It's like, feel, yeah, and it, it's really weird. It's like, do I need to show you my bottoming videos for you to believe that I'm not a queer the videos. artist? Right. It's like. I don't understand that whole me, portion yes. of it. <laughs> All right. Send me your number. I'll get you. Up <laughs> I was like, Bring on the peg. But yeah, so it's just one of those things where it's like, I sometimes would be afraid to tell people like, this is how I identify because all of a sudden they'd be like, oh, you've got a wife, you must be straight. And it's like, obviously I'm like, people automatically assume that I am gay a lot just because of how I act, how I talk, like come off. But at the same time, I have to remember that like, I have to be comfortable in who I am because someone that listens might think, hey, see, look, I don't have to be this certain way for people to like me. So that's kind of like what I hope 
comes off from my music and what I hope is like the end mission is like they see someone that doesn't fit this box of what a queer artist is and they can be that as well. That's so cool. Well, listen, um, you should check out Nublado. It's streaming everywhere. Uh, if you want to get into a cloudy vibe. Oh, you're even wearing face masks in the album art. That means, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. That was one of the requirements for the art is we had to wear face masks because it's like, even in the art, like, hey, wear a damn face mask. Save yeah, life. exactly. So, yes. Yeah. So uh, this is a collaboration between Shiloh and Showtunes, uh, streaming everywhere. Check out Nublado. And where can people follow you on the internet? Um, it's at the real Shiloh and it's S H I L O W underscore because I had, um, I had the original Shiloh and then it got hacked. So I had to erase it, but yeah, the real Shiloh underscore on everything. Instagram was like, you're not sucking enough dick. We're taking your handle away. (laughs) Absolutely. They said, show us, send us a message right now. (laughs) Show us the bottoming. Show us the bottoming. Um, well, listen, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to have you on the show. Shout out to your music and everything. You've been like, so nice and supportive of everything I've been doing and your super talented. And if, so. Yeah. If I could say one more thing before oh, we leave, I just sure. want to say in my, in my like whole career, you are someone that I have looked up to because I've seen you, like, I always saw how you presented and you were very proud in what you were doing. So I, that always gave me the hope, like, Hey, I can make it doing who being who I am and like having this fun and people will still understand. So I want to say, thank you. It's been so great to be able to see you like, you know, in under the covers of my, my, my bed when I hid who I was and now I've got to work with you and be on your podcast. So that means everything. Oh, so. well, thank you. Meatball hated that, but I appreciate it. Thank no, you. I appreciate that. What's it like um, looking down on Dipper now? Though? <laughs> Is he on his knees? Or? <laughs> wow. <I think> it's- <laughs> But Meatball can, Meatball can actually relate because, Meatball, you told me one time, maybe we talked about it on the podcast, but you and I met. How did we first meet years and years ago? Because I liked your music. And you came and saw me at a gig. I and came you and what? saw you, bought a t-shirt. And then you posted a, uh, a photo a of you. A picture of me getting and I knocked re- over by a wave and, <laughs> and then I reposted it. And you felt amazing. I felt okay about it. <laughs> Oh, I love doing it. It wasn't my best you. photo. It wasn't the best photo of me, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Sloppy Seconds. Uh, remember, use that inbox. Give us a shout over there at... I don't have the thing up. Here Sloppy Seconds pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Our you number is call 213. It. Can I sing it? You always yes. sing it. 213-536-9180. But wait, remember the 9191. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta hit it twice. Well, it reminds me of my favorite uh, uh, theme song from an old board game. Don't wake daddy. Remember Don't Wake Daddy? You had to like sneak into the fridge without waking up daddy? No. All right. Been there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Big Dipper Jelly. Uh, follow Meatball at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And go check out New Blotto by Shiloh and Show Tunes. We will see you on Friday. Goodbye. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. Oh. 
To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>